you're not choosing when and how you rest, you're going to procrastinate doing the other things on your calendar. Some way or another, your brain is going to force you to take that time to yourself. So it's up to you to work with your brain and not against it by choosing how you're going to take that rest time and when. Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast, hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hey guys, welcome back to Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking the action required to manifest everything we've ever wanted. Today, we're going to talk all about rest. Now, if you're anything like me, I can imagine that a lot of you have a hard time truly resting. I mean, totally switching off regularly. I mean, multiple times a week, even multiple times a day. Instead, you're feeling like you have to use every waking hour productively so that you don't end up getting behind. I used to feel like the only time I could truly switch off was on holidays, and even then I'd be trying to get through a few fiction books, so I felt like I'd accomplished something on holidays. Now I take my rest time super, super seriously. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you the reasons why you need to start thinking differently about rest in order to take your rest time seriously, why it should be the single most important thing in your calendar, some common misconceptions about rest time, and how to do it without feeling guilty. So perhaps you're listening and thinking, no, I definitely don't need more rest. I feel like I'm always putting off the things I should be doing in favor of rest because I just feel tired or I don't feel like doing the thing. Basically, I'm just procrastinating and saying that I'm resting. Well, if this is you, this is definitely an episode you need to listen to, so stay tuned. So why do we need to start thinking differently about our rest time? Well, the mindset I just explained, putting off work in favor of rest, is not the way. Basically, the idea of the 40-hour work week has forced us to think in such a way that if we aren't using our brains at 100% capacity for at least eight hours a day, that we're not good enough. The reality is that it's so hard for most of us to work at that capacity five days a week. And many of us have other responsibilities outside of that 40 hour work week, housework, children, hobbies, relationship with friends and family. That is a lot of brain power to spread out over many hours per day. Trying to do it all and work at full capacity is the reason why we feel so tired all the time and get burnt out and thinking differently about rest can change that. So have you ever experienced revenge bedtime procrastination? You know, when you know it's late and you know you should go to bed, but there is something in you that just won't go. You stay up watching Netflix, you're on your phone, you're reading, or you're just not really doing much of anything. Anything that will prolong your awake time and make you procrastinate on going to bed. Well, we do this because we feel like we've had little to no control over our time during the day. And now 
We want some time to ourselves so we can get revenge on the lack of control on the events of our day. And this doesn't have to just be at bedtime. I experience this after work. I'm so tired after a long work day, one which I have very little control over. I don't decide what time I start, what time I leave, what I do while I'm there. Well, somewhat, but not really overall. So when I get at home, I'm craving the autonomy to do what I want, which used to lead me to spending the evening on the sofa watching Netflix. Now, obviously, I decided to start my two businesses and run them the way I want. But of course, there are some parts of it I don't feel like doing all the time, especially after a long day at work. So to overcome this and the bedtime procrastination, I made rest a part of my day, an intentional part of my day. So now what I do is one hour after I get home from work, I have non-negotiable deliberate rest. And then 45 minutes to one hour before I go to bed, I have more non-negotiable deliberate rest. So that still gives me from 5.30 p.m. till 9 p.m. every evening to work on my businesses. Doing this gives me two whole hours per day of total rest time. And most importantly, it never, ever, ever gets moved. Which brings me on to my second point of why it should be the single most important thing on your calendar. If you're not choosing when and how you rest, then you're going to procrastinate doing the other things on your calendar. Some way or another, your brain is going to force you to take that time to yourself. So it's up to you to work with your brain and not against it by choosing how you're going to take that rest time and when. So I've told you when I choose to rest every single day, So what you need to do now is use your judgment and discernment to figure out how resting best best fits into your week or your day. And just quickly, obviously, if you are in a season of life where you have a toddler or a baby or something else going on in your life where you don't have much control over your time, you might be listening to me and thinking like, what is she talking about? Like, there's no way I can schedule my rest in. Like, obviously, obviously don't listen to me. I have not been through that season of life yet. I have no useful advice to offer you. But if you are like me and you do have quite a predictable schedule or you're able to spend some time doing things for yourself each day, then I really hope that you find this helpful. When I'm talking about rest, I'm not just talking about naps or watching Netflix. Part of my rest is my afternoon walk with my dog. I don't take my phone, so I just enjoy that time with him. And maybe your rest might be doing some kind of like artsy project or finally spending some time reading that fiction book that you've always wanted to read or taking the time to call a friend or catch up with your sister or get your nails done, whatever. And of course, what you choose to do with your rest time will depend on whether you're more extroverted or introverted. And as an extroverted introvert, I like a mixture of these. What it should not be though, is something from your to-do list, like laundry or whatever, something that relaxes you, something that lights you up. Those are the things that you should be choosing as your rest activities. And then make it a non-negotiable, like actually schedule it in and do whatever you can to make sure that it happens. And try not to fall into the habit of allowing work or other like quote unquote productive things to become more important. 
Obviously, sometimes life happens and things get in the way, but this is why planning with white space in the calendar is so important so that things can get moved if needed. And equally, you're probably thinking, okay, but if I sit down on the couch after work, I will never pull myself back up and get the things done. And trust me, I used to feel like this too. So something I do to overcome that feeling of like, you know, I don't really have to do it. Like no one's really going to notice if I don't do it. Like if I don't post on Instagram today, like is anyone really going to (laughs) notice? So what I'll do is before I start my rest, I'll set up the cues. And I talked about this in the last episode. So when I get home, I make sure that I get changed into my work, like my change from my like school clothes to my work from home clothes. I make sure that I get out my laptop and set it up so I can see that it's sitting there ready for me to work. I'll set an alarm. And of course, if I have a call coming up in the evening, it's much easier for me to get up and start work. But if I don't, it might be more challenging. So if I'm feeling the resistance, number one, my planning is all set up so that I know exactly what I need to do that evening. There is no guesswork. So if you haven't got that set up, then definitely get on that. Number two, I'll remind myself of all the ways that doing the thing is like a gift to my future self. Uh, And then if that doesn't work, I'll use the five second rule by Mel Robbins, which is when you count backwards from five, four, three, two, one, and then you physically move your body and make yourself just do the thing. And then I'll do uh, my visualization meditation. Seriously, this six minute meditation is so powerful. Uh, It works for me every single time. So if you want to try it, I am giving it away for free. Well, kind of, but you can learn how to get it at the end of the episode. So those things in combination get me out of that, you know, oh, I just don't feel like it and into work mode. I actually get excited to do the work. So let's move on to some common misconceptions about rest. First, I'll just list them and then I'll kind of break them down. So number one, resting is just sleeping or napping. Number two, you need to earn your rest. Number three, resting often will never make you successful. And number four, resting means you are not productive. It's just procrastination and laziness. So let's go back. Resting is definitely not just sleeping or napping. I've already talked about some things that might be considered restful. So either relaxing activities or fun activities. Like I said, your brain needs time when it is in rest mode, but not asleep in like downtime mode. This is so important. But just to go a little bit deeper on what rest might look like, you need to understand your own needs here. And if you'd like some help with this, then I would love to invite you to get on a get out of your own way call with me. You can find out all about that in the link in the show notes. It's a single one-off coaching call with me. We can get really deep on whatever you are struggling with and it's only £44. So if you're interested in that, go and click the link in the show notes. If you're an extrovert and get your energy from others, then rest by hanging out with friends. If you're an introvert, don't do that. If you have a physically demanding job, a walk probably is not the best form of rest for you. But if you're more sedentary, then a walk in nature would probably be highly beneficial for you as a form of rest. Figure out what works for you, but do not be afraid of trial and error. And no, you do not need to earn your rest. The daily process of just being a human being on earth Is you earning your rest? The world can be so overwhelming at times and taking time to rest is deserved for just getting through the day sometimes. 
nothing profound needs to be done. You deserve to rest and you deserve to do it and not feel guilty about doing it. And I'll talk about this more in a second. Now, of course, if you're listening to this podcast, there is probably something you're working towards achieving or creating or starting. There are things that need to happen in order to get close to that, but you do not have to launch your entire business in one single day in order to be deserving of rest. You do not have to work out, clean the house, cook a meal, finish your entire to-do list in order to be deserving of rest. Discernment is important here. And it will take some reflection and practice regarding how and when you rest to figure out what makes sense for you. But you get to rest without completing everything on your to-do list. In fact, I would argue that it's essential that you do that. Successful people do rest. Well, at least the people I admire and the people that I would consider like successful people All of them understand the importance of balance, of downtime, of family time. Maybe they meditate, maybe they're active, maybe they're not on their phone after 9 p.m. This is because I know how clearly I define success. And this is clear to me because I have a very clear definition in my head of what success looks like and what it doesn't look like. So if you're thinking that it's difficult to succeed if you are placing importance on rest, then I really suggest that you spend some time getting clear on your own definition of success and why rest is not a part of that definition. No, resting does not mean you're lazy if you do it properly. And I think this kind of goes without saying, but like I'm not talking about taking 10 hours of rest per day. In fact, too much you might fall into the trap of bad habits like endless scrolling on Instagram or too much time online shopping or overplaying video games. Again, this goes back to our systemic definition of productivity equating to success. You, you know, the kind of idea that you're only worthy and valuable if you complete your to-do list, you're only worthy and valuable if you stay focused for 10 hours straight, if you're able to be on 24-7, never take breaks. And like this whole point of this episode is to help you and help everyone move away from this mindset together. So this moves me nicely onto my final point about how to rest without feeling guilty. So I also take Friday nights completely off. I don't take calls. I will not do content. Maybe like I'll respond to some comments or DMs a little bit, but that's like it. And I felt really guilty when I started doing this. I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I felt like I should you know, always be doing something, even if it was just those like little tasks that don't really take much effort or concentration, like, I don't know, sending out my Zoom links for the week or folding laundry or just like moving my body quickly. So if you're feeling guilty while you're resting, first, I would really get clear on what your definition of enough is and whatever falls into that definition, have you planned to do it. Not have you done it, but is it in the plans? And for me, this is my work, my calls, my content, my podcast, and my Instagram live. There is always more that I could be doing or you know should be doing, whatever, in any area of life, right? And the resistance to rest will show up. And when it does, ask yourself if you've met your requirements of what enough truly is, or if you're on your way to meeting that requirement of what enough truly is. And then if you have know that you have the self-discipline and the self-trust to be able to make it happen when the time comes because you've taken this rest now and remind yourself that if you don't rest now your brain will make you do it later one way or another 
And the other piece of this is like when I'm done with a segment of intentional resting, I am so, so excited to get back to work. My motivation almost gets renewed. Like I wake up on Saturday morning so ready to work because I've missed it because I'm lucky enough to have found a line of work that I truly, truly love. And I've created such a strong vision for what I want my life to look like that I will always, always uphold my end of the deal with the universe in order to manifest it and trust that the universe will do the rest. All right, I hope you found this helpful. I hope that you'll take the time today to schedule in some intentional guilt-free rest. As promised, I let you said I'd let you know how to get your hands on a free visualization meditation that will be so helpful on those days when you just can't pull yourself up off the sofa. All you have to do is go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star review, five-star rating and a review, screenshot the review, send it to me on Instagram, and in return, I will send you a free visualization meditation. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you want to feel even more inspired, then you can go ahead and follow me over on Instagram at Sarah Manifest Action. Catch you in the next episode.